Welcome to As A Creator, the podcast that dives deep into the minds and stories of the top content creators on Instagram and TikTok. I'm your host, Charlotte Trucarton. I'm a TikTok creator and owner of Tar Charms Water Bottle Accessories, and I'm thrilled to be here with you. Today, we're talking to Katherine and Lizzie Everett, also known as at Hot Takes Daily Official on Instagram and at Hot Takes Daily on TikTok. These two sisters create food and restaurant review videos primarily in Chicago, and they've definitely influenced me to try some of the new restaurants. In this episode, we talk about how one 50 million view video gave them 90,000 followers, how they strategize their video and go about working with restaurants and different brands, and where they want to see their social media platform go in the future. I thought this conversation was super interesting because these girls are living the dream. They get free food everywhere they go. So I love this convo and I hope you do too. Now, before we get started, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Char Charms. If you own a water bottle, Char Charms will make your hydration fun and functional. Shop water bottle accessories at charcharms.com. Now let's get started. Welcome, Catherine and Lizzie, to As a Creator. It is so great to have you on. I'm so excited to hear about everything that you guys are doing as content creators. Thanks so much for having us. This is so fun. Yes. So for everyone listening, Catherine and I went to high school together. (laughs) She was a couple years older, though. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we bumped into each other at a creator event. Like, I don't know what, December or something, a couple months ago. Recently. Six months ago, probably. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, though. Yeah, ish. Um, and I just knew that when I started this podcast, I had to have you guys on because you guys are like the Chicago foodie creators. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. And I'm a big Yelper myself. If you know me, like I do the Yelp Elite. Are you? Mm-hmm. Do you guys do that too? Not Yelp. I don't think we're Yelp Elite, are we? No, but I used to be a big review on Yelp. Like that was my yeah. go-to mm-hmm. before. Okay really came onto the scene for reviews. So I'm with you there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So like, I love it and I love trying new places. So seeing what you guys are doing on TikTok and Instagram, I'm like, I see this place. I'm like, okay, I need to go there. I need to go there. And I'm sure a lot of other people in Chicago are feeling that way. So let's Uh just start from the very beginning. When did you start this platform? Like, why did you even want to start it? Let's go to the start. Yeah. So we started in 2020 mm-hmm. in the pandemic. So Catherine and I, uh, you know, as sisters, we were living together during the pandemic and we started doing food reviews at fast food joints in because the car. Super, in the car, super yeah. casual vibes, <laughs> like nothing crazy. Right. Like, right. We were in quarantine. There was nothing else to do. So we're like, you know what, let's do some food reviews. And so was, we this thought, on, was this on TikTok? Yeah, it was yeah. just on TikTok. We didn't have an Instagram or anything for the food page yet. So and did you call it hot takes from the beginning? We did. We did. Yeah. yeah. I don't why. <laughs> we thought it would be funny because we're like initially, let's just give like a quick one-off review about all these new fast food items that they're putting out during COVID, right? Because it was like the marketing thing at the time. Yeah. So we thought it'd be funny just to put in our two cents. And we're like, how can we coin that in a branded way? So hot takes just kind of developed naturally with mm-hmm. the food association a little bit. Um, but yeah, basically just trying to give our one-off judgments, but we're trying to be a little bit harder about our hot takes these days. <laughs> trying to give that. <laughs> yeah. So, and then as time went on, we, we made an Instagram, I think in 2022, yep. we made the Instagram. So it was a year or two later yeah. and it's kind of grown from there. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see how each platform has, you know, different ways where we can involve, you know, the audience and the community and all of that. So 
we do have both TikTok and Instagram now. Yeah. 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 I feel like they cross over so easily with reels and whatever you're posting on TikTok. Um, Okay. So you started COVID. How has your content changed since that, like in the car review? You still do very casual reviews though. So I feel like maybe it hasn't changed that much, but if it has, how has it evolved over time? Yeah. I would say more recently as the restaurant scene post COVID is coming back, we've been doing a lot more restaurant reviews in Chicago Mm -hmm. and all over if we're traveling, but restaurant reviews, I feel like are big for us now with eating out together and yeah, checking out new spots in the city. I feel like we've shifted actually more from fast food to now more restaurant reviews. Yeah. Which is fun to change it up. Based off of everything going on. I mean, in culture and society, we just kind of followed suit with what did, you know, the business owners need from this collab, you know, that exchange, we tried to really foster like some sort of relationship before we go into the restaurant. So that's also important to us, um, you know, with resurgence and everything. So yeah, I think just trying to really encapsulate like the whole experience of a restaurant is what we go for now, instead of maybe that like, you know, hot take where we try to go a little bit farther in depth now that we have a larger Mm -hmm. audience base. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that on your strategy. So you said that you are fostering these relationships before you go into restaurants. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Not for every restaurant, but for some of them, the owners really like to communicate with you via DM. So that's usually where Mm -hmm. the conversation will start. The business will reach out to us and we love talking to them and getting to know them. And then sometimes it goes to email But yeah, just really chatting about the needs and expectations beforehand and going into a place is, I think, the polite thing to do, but also just Mm -hmm. it's a business exchange at that point. So you want to make sure that both parties are feeling satisfied with the work that we're putting in. Yeah. Okay. But that's like what you guys are doing now, right? Like businesses and all that Um, strategy wise with like how you're actually creating the content. So like in 2020, you sat down, you put your phone on the car dashboard and you did your thing. And was there editing involved? Like, would you just post that? And that's what ha- that was what happened? Yeah, it's so funny because the process has changed a lot with yeah. just recording on the TikTok app. First, now we record on our on our phone still, but it's always on the camera app on the iPhone. It's never on the TikTok app anymore. So I feel like that's changed because this way we're now able to repurpose the content for multiple platforms, not just TikTok. So we used to record everything on the TikTok app and now it's never on the TikTok app. Yeah. I feel like (laughs) in app, they're still trying to push that, but now we've found out that the is always in the back camera on your iPhone and you can adjust those settings. So it's easy to get a high quality picture and mm-hmm. then package that in like a cap cut or a splice or whatever you choose. Right. And I was I was just about to say our preferred app for editing is definitely CapCut. We love CapCut and we edit for right now. Right. For right now. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah and we love yeah. So we edit all of our content in CapCut and mm-hmm. then we're able to post it to Reels, to TikTok, all of the, you know, Okay, so for your most recent, well, I saw one of your most recent videos with the Chick-fil-A new sandwich. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Good. Yes. I, I, I watch a lot of your videos, but like, oh, tell me how, fun. of course, I mean, I lo- I'm a foodie at heart. I love food. Mm-hmm. Um, It's funny. I tell my boyfriend, that's like my 
like vision of wealth is being able to go to a restaurant and buy like everything just to try yeah. it. Like just to try, right. I just want to be able to try every appetizer that you find. Yeah. Yes, that's a dream. Right. Sure. So funny. You don't have to pick, you just try it all. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But anyways, so for that Chick-fil-A video, you know, it's very well done. You have it on that 0.5 zoom, good lighting, whole Thanks. thing. Um, how long did that take you to, you know, film it, edit it, like even think that you wanted to do that and then choose the caption and then post it? What does that look like? I think turnaround turnaround time for us is a little different depending on what we have on the roster. Um, so for that one, we recorded it and I think we got it done in 48 hours. You flipped that edit? Well, it was just, we were walking down Michigan Avenue and we stopped so in the Chick-fil-A on Michigan Avenue and we were like, oh, let's try that new sandwich. It was lunchtime and we're like, let's do it. So sometimes it's a little bit more planned for our videos. Like right. we have something in mind and then we go right or we're just like oh we really want to try that but for this one it was very spontaneous we just went tried the sandwich um yeah bought it it outside yeah and then do honest reviews so you know every now and again we want to be really authentic and give that hot take so we just bopped in yeah tried it and then two days later lizzie was like it's good to go yeah and i just edit I, i would say like those kind of videos take me 15, 10, 15 minutes to edit. I just, I mean, for the most part, there's not too much editing that goes into. Yeah. You're just cutting it up a little bit. One take. Yeah. Just right. One take. We just film it and we don't cut anything Mm -hmm. really. Okay. What about some of the restaurants that are a little higher end that you're working with and you Mm -hmm. go in and they have, walk me through the process of like, you reach out to the business owner, they reach out to you. Like, where does it go from there all the way to posting it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it can start either way. Like sometimes it's like always usually through DM though. It starts in the DMs and then we'll transfer our conversation to email, set up that exchange, make sure that again, the, like if there's monetization involved, that all gets sorted out via email, um, any sort of like invoices, you know, all of that is handled via email. And then we'll go in to the desired restaurant, some of the nicer ones, they really do show out and they will create a fantastic experience for us that is comped. Um, but sometimes we have, you know, that extra monetization value. Sometimes we don't. Um, that's usually negotiated beforehand, but either way, we know exactly what content we're trying to shoot when we go in. So we have like a vision of the mm-hmm. menu, the brand, what we want to highlight as sisters together. Yeah. And then we just have fun at the meal and try to, you know, embody that whole energy. Yeah. I feel like it's just having fun with it too. Like we just That's go true. in and I feel like we've just enjoyed thoroughly doing this together. Just being mm-hmm. able to go out. I'm usually videoing Catherine more than I feel like you're videoing me. I love, I I'm a videographer people. for my nine to five. So I feel like yeah. I work in the video production industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love to I love to capture everything. So Lizzie does so, a lot of the iPhone shooting. We I shoot do. mostly on iPhone, but I also have like this handheld light that we bring with us everywhere at the restaurant. So yeah. we'll capture content again, like try to talk a little bit to management, um, show face, learn about, you know, everything we can about the restaurant. For example, my favorite restaurant recently was the M Room. Mm-hmm. And that was a good one. That's a very special place that not many people know about. And they have such a great background to the actual restaurant concept. So yeah, getting to learn and then package and disseminate that information has been super special. 
for both of us as future business owners too. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then for editing, I was going to say, and then the second, well, third final process would be like editing. And right. it's typically very good about getting those done. But I would say Charlotte, like what you were saying with, in terms of the process, it does differ because I find that some businesses and some clients will want to see the video before we post it. And then mm-hmm. some won't, they're just like, you know, we're happy that, that we came in that and we, then yeah, they just, that we they just the want us to post it. <laughs> Um, so it does, it does differ with each collaboration. I feel like the process, I feel like the industry is a little bit of the wild west right now. It's that's what everyone says. Literally the last 15 guests on my my podcast have said that it is the wild west. Yeah. Like everything, anything can fly. And I feel like there's really no, there's not a lot of, um, processes in place yeah Yeah, there's no standard operation process but i feel like there doesn't have to be like i don't think that this is something it can be free-flowing and like everyone can have their own process that they want to go about content creation i do think that like with agencies coming in and like Mm -hmm. more middlemen i think that these processes will be right like a little bit more strict um, especially as, as things start to grow which speaking of which have you guys thought about working with an agency yet or is that something you even want to potentially do you know that would be amazing but we don't know we don't know yet we would consider it um but we've been like talking we've had a few offers here and there to do something but honestly we feel like we have a little bit more of our own like integrity to hold on to for a little bit longer because we know that they will bring so many other new experiences but we're very big on self-discovery and like finding what we want to promote so I feel like maybe if there's a potential the next few years but like I don't know I still want us to do our thing for now as sisters yeah and just like you said explore different types of content and not be in a box or anything like that because we'd love to maybe go into lifestyle soon as well and kind of reposition towards that as well so interesting is that something that you would do on hot takes or like would you just each uh, your each do your own lifestyle or like actually just start a whole new lifestyle Instagram or TikTok. We've debated it. Yeah. This is a hot topic. So oh, is it? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Cause I think that we can incorporate a little bit of like the hot take branding into more things that we experience day to day, because that really is what it is. Like it's like our diary. So especially as sisters, I feel like, right. It's more of um, the page could be more focused to on, on our, on our day-to-day life and like relationships things that we do all all the time together because I think we have a very kind of rare dynamic living together in the city working together mm-hmm. um making content together yeah. all of it yeah it's just it's a lot but it's a fun time we get you know it's our it's our joy so yeah I will just put my little two cents into that first of all love the idea um one thing that I heard from someone a long time ago was that like once your page has that niche followers, it's very hard to like switch mm-hmm. like food to right. like something very different. I think I feel like anyone could make it work. Right. But I do think that there's a huge benefit in like starting something new for a brand new niche of audience of mm-hmm. like girls that would look up to you guys. Like that's I feel like right. Like that's who I probably would follow you. Um if you guys did do sister stuff. So I don't know. I think it would be very interesting, but I could see it working out. Thank you. Yeah. We'll see what happens. If not, we'll probably expand on like a new page and maybe try to 
yeah, do something new, but I don't know. Yeah. We just enjoy it. We just enjoy making content together and working as a team mm-hmm. with that. It's fun. Okay. Okay. So love it. Tell me a little bit about like how you even got to hundred thousand followers on Instagram, because something that I think a lot of creators are not sure of is like, are they supposed to be growing like a thousand followers every week? Or is it like 10,000 followers at once? What yeah. has that looked like for you? It's funny. We have a very unique story. Really? <laughs> yes. So we started out, we started the Instagram. TikTok has been a very, I would say like consistent. consistent well, we kind of like growth. stopped it last year yeah. posting on there, but like, so TikTok was the OG. Mm-hmm. We went on to Instagram when reels were like, white hot like the algorithm was really pushing them out so i really do feel like lizzie and i were blessed to start our hot takes daily account like very real heavy it was um and it was like great because we saw like pretty uh organic growth i would say for the per- first three to four months we saw organic growth month over month yeah um and that was awesome and we were at i think almost like 8k at one point and then we went to the oven grinder in Chicago, which is like that classic Italian yes. pizza spot. Everyone has like, you know, their viral videos there. It's the pizza pie. The pizza pie. Yes. Pizza pie. And I was going to say, Lizzie, you really uh, captured this moment for the virality. So I did. We were there with our parents and I recorded just the simple flip of the pizza pie and it got 45 million views. Over and now. it took us, Over. yeah, now I think it's at 50 million. It's almost. It took us from it's insane, almost like seven or 8,000 to 102. 102 or 101. Because that yeah. video, 101,000. Yeah. the engagement every day, sending it to our family going, how do we have like literally hundreds of millions of people viewing this account right now? Like I was freaking out. The engagement was, <laughs> it was something we, we were like, we were blown away. Yeah. But what's frustrating is we feel like that video kind of is a little dirty. It performed well and it got us followers, but we don't see the engagement that an account with that's that grew steadily. Is that yeah, that grew like steady way sees the engagement of over a hundred thousand followers. So we find it a little bit a little bit, I you know, just like we find it funny that the account grew that much from one video from reaching almost 50 million people. And then the engagement is not necessarily there. So I feel like it can be frustrating at times it's as a creator. It just could be better. Like yeah. Lizzie and I like want to see like all of our videos hitting over 50 K views and like seeing that consistency. But again, with the changes as of late um, in the past year or so, like, We've been going back to more carousel posts, trying to engage more on the stories and posting mm-hmm. more like small daily doses. Um, but we usually try to post like at least three times a week, if not every day, um, just to try yeah. to like, you know, keep everything like super up to date, consistent and new. But it's definitely like another struggle um, with content creation is being consistent, because I think that's how you see a lot of organic growth, right? Is just being consistent and engaging with your audience. Right. And building that community. Totally. But yeah. being able to get 90,000 followers from one video is absolutely massive. I've actually never heard of that well, ever before. We were like, is it's this crazy. happening? It no. was did, so fun. Did you post that same video on TikTok? We yes. did. And it didn't, it got maybe like 
30,000 views, like nothing wow. crazy. Then tell yeah. Charlotte, because we, so we did some A-B testing and we posted oh, yeah. it on her personal page because we're like, what's the deal with this video? Like it was an original audio. So there was no trending audio. Right. It was a five to six second video. So we get that it's short. So you're getting yeah. that extra view mm-hmm. per user, but we were really trying to figure it out. And then Lizzie posted it on her personal and it blew up again and it got 30 million views. 30 million. What? Yeah. yeah. It and took now- my personal page from hey, like three or four K to 20 K. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah. So it's almost okay, like Catherine. Now you need to post it. Oh, she did. I did. And it, it only didn't... it only got fifty k. It only got fifty k views. So it's so million. And I was like, "What is going on?" So that is yeah. so weird. Yeah, I think it, it lost some steam after Lizzie posted something because then I was so mad that it only got fifty k. Did that it out on my I personal like page? A couple hundred was followers, really but I was like, "All right." Yeah. Oh my God. That is so bizarre. That yeah. The different platforms are just so different. And like looking at that, it's it's crazy to even see that. Um, and even the fact that it went viral on Lizzie's Instagram. It's not a food page. It's not at all. Literally at all. And there's so many comments on it. And honestly, half of them are hate comments talking about how gross it is, mm, <laughs> right, which, which is, is what's funny. yeah, but but that drives engagement. Yeah. yeah. Like I mm. think haters, I'm like, keep going off. You guys are just boosting it up. Well, I, I think it's good that you guys are still trying to like do other things to bring in a lot of, um, the connection to your audience. I think carousels are for sure coming back. Stories are so yeah. important. And like, right. as someone who follows your page and like actually does look at it, um, I think it's great. I think you just, you'll continue to grow organically um, slowly right. over time with that consistency. I think that's the most important thing for a creator is like, even when you do have that big win, you just keep going. Or And then even when it slows down a lot, you keep right. going. Um so let's talk a little bit about how you guys go about some of these business brand deals, working with restaurants. Um, for someone who lives in the city and gets to go to all these fun restaurants, I feel like that's absolutely the dream. Um, if I could live that life on a <laughs> if I could live that life on a daily basis, like I would love that. Like I'd be so jealous that you guys are doing that. Um, so tell me a little bit about how many brands are you reaching out to on a weekly basis or monthly basis? Are Is everyone inbound? What are you doing to get these partnerships with these restaurants? Uh, we we don't really reach out to anyone. Um, it's all just, like you said, it's all inbound. Mm-hmm. We, wow. Unless there's, if there's a restaurant we really want to try, we usually just go. We don't usually like right message them um we usually just go on our own especially so there are a yeah. new restaurant like we will usually always just go on our own um Lizzie, yeah. i feel like we've never i'm trying to think if we've reached out to a brand specifically to work with them but i honestly don't think we have maybe we've messaged a couple restaurants here and there but it's it's mostly messages on instagram yeah emails from agencies or pr firms right. that represent the restaurants and from there, it's just an easy, it's just a reservation, get set up. Usually, typically with restaurants, there isn't a budget for a payment. So we have found that there isn't as much monetization. We're hoping to move to that in the future. But as of right now, not 
there isn't much opportunity we have found with restaurants in the city having a large budget for they usually don't have any budget yeah yeah so i it's funny charlotte i actually work my nine to five job is at a marketing agency so i work both sides of the coin right now where i'm an influencer going into restaurants but i also serve clients i don't have any crossover typically um but there's a lot of restaurants that want influencers coming in at a consistent rate but unfortunately they don't have budget to put up that cost you know extra from the meal as well so i feel like it's definitely a a hard position right now for influencers because everyone wants to be getting paid for their their time and their Mm -hmm. extra work you know post-production as well so it's definitely a process that the restaurant owners would never be able to understand so it's like it takes a little bit of learning um from both sides now, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Char Charms. If you need a back-to-school gift or you're thinking about holiday gifts, go check out Char Charms water bottle accessories at charcharms.com. I would also say it helps when we ha- we have our email in our bio. And so mm-hmm. I feel like we get, if it's not a direct message on Instagram, it's it's an email, which mm-hmm. is, which is, we almost prefer that. From a marketing, from a marketing standpoint. Like and associate too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of PR firms, which I understand because I'm sending those emails too, right? Yeah. So- totally get it and we're the ones you know third party kind of setting up that um exchange when you work with restaurants or i mean are restaurants spending money like even for you Catherine, like you work with them on the other side of your figuring out how they want to do these influencer marketing campaigns are they spending money in other places that maybe they can reallocate because i think maybe there's companies that are spending you know huge ad spend or money to get onto some of these like paid lists, right? Like top 10 this or whatever. Like, right. is, is there somewhere that restaurants can pull from to put into really quality content creation? I would say from my experience right now, we do have paid budget for social media ads through the meta business suite. So mm-hmm. we'll run like Facebook and Instagram ads through that. And that's like a separate budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because now in all of our 2024 plans, we're including an influencer budget um, to be accounted for. So it is definitely a new um, precedent, you know, for the client to kind of see that and know that they need to be putting up money to have people come in. But as of right now, I would say reallocating anything that already exists, everything is going to PR um, or, you know, creative design, which mm-hmm. is like super valid for a business. So I wouldn't say that there's any costs that I'd necessarily cut, but I do think that it's just like a reinvestment. Right. In, investing. In. Yeah. Yeah. If I also, Grant... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say um, apps like shout out new platforms that are coming onto mm-hmm. the scene are, I would say, valuing the monetization for influencers. Yes. What is that? Can you explain? Of yeah. course. Yeah. So Shoutout is a app slash website created to basically be that middleman um, between the restaurant and influencer to advocate for the influencer to get paid. So you create the account as an influencer and you will get like tickets or like job requests basically, and they're all paid opportunities. So you're not accepting anything unless there's a price attached to it and you set your um, prices Mm -hmm. and like what's, you know, what works for you. 
So it's very customizable. And then you can also select or decline any of the partnerships. So it's kind of like you can make as much wow. money as you Yeah. Yeah. Or not. I've, I've never heard of this before. Do, are you guys on it now? We, we just joined. Just literally yeah. like I'm thinking two, two weeks ago. Yeah. We just got on. So we're going to make sure that we're spreading the word to our content creator friends. If it's something, you know, that we see is really fruitful. Yeah. What is your price set at for a video? The max on shout out is 500. So it's as high as you can go. Yeah. That's low. Well, yeah. That's so low. Yeah. I think that there, there's a couple of things that they're also working out and kind of like wanting influencers to provide their insight and input as to like what we could change and add to the platform, which is super cool. You don't hear a lot about that. Um, and they have a whole team of developers that are like kind of iterating every so often. But as mm-hmm. of right now, they're just trying to set up like a really like standardized way that doesn't exist yet to get these business deals done and have it all legal and super secure. Obviously. It sounds like you know a lot about this app. Does, is someone you know like developing it or creating it? We do have a point of contact that we've been talking to just to like learn more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my I'm a little bit more well-versed right now. Yeah. 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 That yeah, is so cool. I feel like you've learned a lot recently. Yeah, yeah, it's good. When you do monetize with some of the businesses that are paying you, what what kind of money do restaurants need to be putting up to work with someone like you guys? I actually think businesses and restaurants care less about the follower amount and more mm-hmm. about consistent engagement mm-hmm. and views. So yeah. I think... For us, what we've been saying our ranges is anywhere from six hundred dollars to twelve hundred. We usually ask a business what their budget is, what they have allocated for any collaborations or partnerships. But yeah, it's it's a give and take. It's right a, now. Yeah, like, I would say I wouldn't say that we have a consistent set rate because half the time it's like if we are really excited and passionate about the collab, like we will be willing to like work with them and negotiate. But Mm -hmm. then sometimes, you know, you put your foot down and then that's what we're trying to do more of in the next few months. And also with the help of like shout out and other advocating apps. Um, So yeah, right now it's kind of a bit of a toss up. It's a little bit, as we said, like the wild Wild west. West. So what can you say? That's so cool though. And I think shout out is awesome. And what you guys are doing is so cool. So what are some goals that you have for the end of the year? I mean, we have a couple of months left. Where do you want to see hot takes daily official go? Oh, so many places. <laughs> <laughs> really? um, well, no, but really, I do think that like Lizzie and I admire you as like a thought leader and yeah. having a podcast mm-hmm. in this like social content creator world because yeah. it is so important to like share genuine experiences um, and thoughts. So Lizzie and I have also thought about maybe doing like some sort of like, I'm not sure if podcast would be it, but like some sort yeah. of like other like little like sub like series of video because Lizzie's always in video videography land. So we're always thinking of ways to like put our um, thoughts kind of like you, like as leaders in the field. Yeah, totally. I'm trying to think where I want to see us go. I would say I would love to see our page and our content grow to cities beyond Chicago. Mm -hmm. I would love to, you know, we love to be in Florida in the winter. So maybe we'll make some more content 
we this upcoming it. winter in yeah. Florida and just different spots. We, um, we love to travel. I feel like Catherine and I really do love, that's a passion of ours is experiencing different cultures, trying new foods that are not typical for us to eat in Chicago or in America. So I would love to see our page have a little bit more, um, I would we say like diverse goes international. We go inter- we yeah. yeah I, would lo- I would love to see us travel more and make um, content together yeah. on the road. <laughs> Just keep making quality content, make people happy. Yeah. Maybe that's going to be a Netflix series. Catherine yeah. and Lizzie, hot takes, <laughs> international. <laughs> and it's a 10 part exactly. series through Europe and Asia, trying all the foods. That'd be actually oh. entertaining. I feel like you should pitch that to cool. Netflix. That'd be epic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Would that be so crazy? <laughs> Charlie, you can it. come with us. Yeah, Charlie. You're okay, with- cool. I love it. Awesome. Well, you guys, last question. Um, I ask every content creator that I have on this question because I think a lot of people have their own opinion on what makes a good content creator. Mm. And it's different with different areas of TikTok and whatever niche you're in. But in one sentence, what do you guys think is the essence of being a successful content creator in today's landscape, 2023? Because I feel like that'll change over time. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's a good point, Charlotte. I think a good content creator takes time from for themselves and their creative ability away from the screen making sure that you have a balance and other things that kind of drive you because I find my, myself obviously on the phone, on a computer all the time. And we're constantly in this like cyclical world of social media it never stops. So I think that taking the time to really like get re-inspired and like get away from the trends because everyone wants to feed into trends Mm. But you need to like have a new perspective at times. And I think that's more special always. Yeah. That's a good point. Taking some time away. Yeah. That's a hot, that's a hot take. Getting away from right. this hands. Yeah. yeah. She, right? some, she wants to take some time well, for herself. Because I don't know. I'm an introvert. So like I need to like get away from all the craziness and all the distraction online to really like think of something. Yeah. Oh, I get that. And that's me. And recharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say it's really important for content creators to build a community and have a community that you're really excited to interact with and um, and create content for, and also create content that you would want to see yourself and that excites you. And um, I guess consistency also is a huge part of all of that, being consistent in growing that community and interacting with everyone. Um, that's something that Catherine and I are striving for. And we just want to hopefully build a community around, you know, women, both women and men, but yeah, girls cool. that but love to do what we like to do, go out, experience different restaurants, try new food. Be healthy, eat yeah. food, you know. And we're just striving to things. be, I guess that, that example and just have fun while doing it. Hey, awesome. Thanks so much, you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Charlotte. Thanks for so fun. Oh my God. Of gosh. course. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please give the show a follow and a rating. Also, follow As a Creator on Instagram at As a Creator so you can see when new episodes come out. See you guys next week.